0: Amen. Uh, what an unchangeable God we serve. Amen. Yeah. Let's pray over it all, friends. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We are grateful for even an opportunity of life, to be in your presence, and to even have something to give, Lord, may it be acceptable before you, Lord, but scripture tells us that you see from the heart, but man, we see from the outside, Lord, whatever has been given to you, Lord, may it be pleased known to your heart, bless your people, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen, wow, wow, we serve an unchangeable God, amen, mean, when I look at things, I look at things both qualitatively and quantitatively. Amen. Amen. I think it's important to look at things from different spheres. Amen. Amen. So that you get the full understanding. Amen. Amen. Because there's a saying that goes, you can either say the glass is half empty or half full. Amen. Yes, and was interesting that I don't know if it's still done in, in the public schools. Many years ago, there used to be where the students would get who actually attend school year for the whole year. Like I think there be there used to be award for them for I mean attending school for the whole year. Amen. Respective whether there was snow, whether there was I mean Katrina. Or whether there was another, was the storm that we had here in 2007, 2008? Sandy, amen. The, the student attended school, which was very important, amen. amen. But unfortunately, God forgive us Christians. When, when we see that the senior pastor is not around, we take a break. But the Lord forgive us. Yes, we've got Philippians 2, 2 12 us that. Uh, maybe I shouldn't go there. God forgive me amen that we should do both in his presence and his absence amen 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 because that's a sign of loyalty to the church amen amen and our work should not deviate because reverend says not here with us this sunday but he's, he's with us in spirit amen and i thank god for his life because he's a true father it's so, a father that, I mean, irrespective of all our, some ways, he will always make a room for us. Amen. Amen. And I thank God for his life, for the life of his wife, Lady Pastor Elaine, and of course, Kwame, Kobe, and Michael. Amen. 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 I pray that the anointing that is upon his head will continue to drape upon me. Amen. And I pray that I will stand in the same anointing this morning to share a word with you. Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit, help me, because I need help. Help me to share a word in season with your people, Lord. May your people be blessed because I open your word. May your word bring life. May you bring understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. But before we start, let us go to our scripture of the day. I think this shouldn't take us more than 30 seconds. Joshua, Joshua, one eight. Amen. Yes. So I think this we should just say it, and you know, this is one of those scriptures that that is so. Yes, the soul must know. Amen. Joshua, one eight. I think we should just say this without even looking at. <laughs> okay, we we'll do once. Amen. Amen. Joshua, one eight. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous; then thou shalt have good success. Joshua one eight. Amen. Should we take it off, or you think we, are we fine? I'll do one more. Okay, so we're doing in. Oh, boy. Let's do in three parts. This book, Joshua 1 8, this book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth. That's part one. This book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth. This, Joshua 1 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. So that, that means that the word of God shall not depart out of thy mouth. That means when I see you, and I say, how? I Julie, the scripture that I read today, the scripture I read today said, this book shall not depart out of thy mouth. The Lord is good. The Lord has shown me mercy. Amen. Amen. I know I always say something that, like, you know, every time we see people, I'm blessed. Yeah, I know you are blessed, but... Why is it a blessing? I might be blessed by you being blessed. The word is the blessing. Because, because the Lord said that Abraham, our blessing, it shall be a blessing. So I always say to people, when you say you are blessed to me, I have to be, be evident. Evidentiary, oh, the word is not coming. Evidentiary evidence that I'm actually being blessed by your blessing. But I'm not saying you shouldn't say you are blessed. Amen. It's important to say we are blessed, but your blessing cannot just be between you, your husband, and four kids, and two kids, and the four walls. Your blessing that someone can stand and say, that you know what, because of Mr. A, B, C, D, That today I can say that I was able to go to school, he paid my school fees, he took care of me, he provided for me. Amen. Your person, someone can say that you know what? Because of this sister, I, I was an old wretch. I was a sinner ready to perish. And because of this person, today I'm saved. Today I sing, I sing songs that glorify the name of the Lord. Amen. I know I don't know I'm getting there, but but this book of the law shall not depart of thy mouth. But thou shalt, med, thou shalt meditate therein, day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written there therein. And that's part two. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have. Good success. Wow. See, just by the word, just by knowing the word, it says that, just by the word. So let's. can we just say it? I think this whole, this whole scripture is changing my whole message. It's not even what I'm supposed to be preaching. Amen. Can we, can we just take it off and let's try one. Joshua 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth. Amen. Amen. God help us. Amen. I think we could I could end up using this whole thing to preach my message. Amen. But, amen. Wow. I'm blessed already. I'm blessed already. Uh, I tell you, the Word of God, it's amazing. And the Lord works in miraculous ways. Only if we can count back... Just one year, five years, ten years, and realize that wow, the Lord truly is, the Lord has really been, oh, He has really blessed me. Ble- Meaning that me, me, I'm not saying me, He has really blessed you. Amen. Yeah, because even when you look at statistics and you look at even the very fact that we live in the most prosperous nation on the face of this planet. That in and out of itself is a blessing. Amen. Where you have water, you have electricity, you have a working, and toilet, and you have food. Amen. That itself is a great blessing. Amen. And unfortunately, sometimes we take for granted because we look at the pageantry, we look at certain things that are not so important. Those things are just passing by. Even if you look at your car that you bought six, seven years ago and you compare it to today, how you wanted that car so bad and what it looks like today, you'd be surprised. Even if you look at your house that you labored by all means, you wanted to do anything to purchase this house, and you bought it, and you look at it today. It's like wow, how amazing, how amazing that these things just—not even depreciate. Depreciate is just as a as a economic term, not in value. What is that? That it. What's the word? It degenerates. That, that that thing itself now begins to... You realize that the carpet doesn't look the same way anymore, that you spent so, so much money for. The car. See, I'll tell you a story. See, even the car that my wife drives, I had the dream when I was 18 years of age, a student at, at Stony Brook, where parents have sent me to school, and they will find a way to get on the school bus to go to town to go to the BMW dealership and the Mercedes-Benz dealership, myself and Dr. Mankwa, and we we'll just go there and say, when shall we? Hey! Window shopping almost every weekend when we get, well, after we have studied and we have time without a fail. And, I mean, we'll go there. We'll just sit in the car. we we'll just look around and just say, hey, Charlie, we need to study. We need to really, really study so one day we can drive one of these cars. But even after getting it and realizing that, you know what, it's nothing. But this book of the law, this book of the law, this book of the law, amen. Let us turn our Bible to Psalm 15. Wow. Wow. Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that back, back biteth not with his tongue, Jeez. He, who shall abide in that tabernacle? Lord, who shall abide in that tabernacle? Who shall dwell? Who shall dwell? Who shall dwell in your house, in your throne, at your throne continually? Abide, abide. Who shall dwell in your house continually? This, is, this was the question of King David. He that biteth not with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor, in whose eye a vile person is condemned. But he honoreth them that feareth the Lord. He honoreth them that feareth the Lord. He that sweareth unto his own Unto his own hurt. He he that sweareth unto his own hurt and changeth not. He that putteth not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent. He that does these things shall never be moved. He that does these things shall never be moved. Shall never be moved. Wow. Psalm 24, verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. For he have founded it upon the seas and established it upon the flood's. Who shall ascend? Who shall ascend? Who shall ascend into the hell of the Lord? Who shall ascend into the hell of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy hell? Who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands, that hath clean hands and a pure heart, he that hath clean hands and a pure heart. David asked the Lord, O oh Lord, that I've said in, my, in Psalm 23, says that I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever, but what are the requirements to dwell, to abide in your holy hell? What are the requirements? What are the requirements? And the Lord said to David, He that work, walketh uprightly, what does it mean to walk uprightly? Ask your neighbor. What does it mean to walk uprightly? What does it mean? What does it mean to walk uprightly? He that have clean hands, he that ha- and a pure heart. What does it mean to have a pure heart? What does it mean to have a pure heart? A heart that is not contaminated. A heart that is not prejudiced. A heart that is not tribalistic. A heart that is not jealous of others. A heart that seeks the good of all. A heart that speaks the truth. A heart that speaks the truth. The one that says that I will do and changes not the one that says to that young lady, I will marry you. I will marry you. But after he has found some ways to uncover what he should not have uncovered, then he says, hmm, my mother said. Amen. See, when I was, I mean, this is one of our topics Last week, I think it was last week Thursday. Yes. It's the book, chapter ten. This is the from steps steps to steps to the anointing. This is the book written by our father the bishop. Amen. Yes, chapter 10. Anointing, the steps to steps to the anointing in the holy hell. That should be the title steps to the anointing in the holy hell. Amen. Wow. Who? Who shall abide there? Who? Who shall abide there? Who? The holy hill is where the anointing of God is. The holy hill is where the anointing of God is. It is the dwelling place of God. His throne room is the dwelling place of God, the holy hill. David was asking after all is said and done, who shall actually make it to the holy hell? Who shall make it there? And the Lord gave him a very prescriptive list. And I think this prescriptive list is something that we must really look at it carefully. Amen. Because as Christians, we must all, oh, in sin, that my mother conceived me, and this and that and that and that, and then we we'll use what we we'll use Romans 3.23, 20, and we we'll use other Romans six something. But he says, "Who shall abide in thy holy hill? Who shall dwell continually in thy holy hill?" It is the place of God's presence. The holy hills is where His presence is. It's where his presence is. Amen. The place of his presence is. And his power dwells. Amen. It's a place where his anointing. His anointing. Where you can feel the anointing. You see, the scripture tells us in Samuel, Samuel 3, that God made his ways known unto Moses. And he made his actions known. No, no, to the people of Israel. And when we see our father, the bishop, preaching powerfully and miracles have been done, it's because he have known the ways of the Lord. And the ways of the Lord has brought him to the holy hell, the place of an anointing and match, the place of an anointing that, that they are tangible, witnesses to the miracles that have been done. That, that the lame is walking, the blind is seen, the sick is healed, and the whole place has hope. Amen. See, th- this topic is so important for us as Christians. It's not about About a pastor or this or that, it's so important for all of us to really understand what it requires to receive the anointing. Because they said, "If any be sick, let him let us bring him to the elders of the church. Who are the elders? All of us, that we may pray for from him or her, that they may be what healed. But how shall your prayers bring that healing upon that sister?" If these things are not part of you, if you are not walking uprightly, if you are not walking uprightly, even in church, if you are even in church, you are back even in even in the sanctuary, you are back Biden. How shall the presence of the Lord? How shall His anointing, that anointing that it says that it says that they shall bring the sick one before you, and you shall pray over them, and they shall be healed? Amen. Maybe I'm preaching something wrong, but the church is very quiet. Maybe I'm preaching something wrong. May the Lord help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Because the church is very quiet. Hey, And it says, it says that it's where the, the holy hill is where the anointing is. To, see, David says, to behold the beauty to behold their beauty and inquire in his temple. Amen. If we can only just live our life by this scripture, this, this chapter 15 of, of the Psalms, I tell you, there will be, there'll be miracles and power in our lives. Amen. Because this, this, chapter, this chapter really is like the cliff notes. Of Macbeth, of story one, story two, whatever, whatever. It's like the cliff notes. It's like it gives you the highlights of what you should know. Amen. So, what it requires to be in the holy hell. See, David was such a wonderful king that he may hear you out of his holy hell, that the Lord may hear us out of his holy hell. The holy hell is where the Lord will hear us. Well, you see, it is, see, the scripture be ye an equally yoke with ungodly. So, see, the iron sharpeneth iron so that so, so as the countenance, well, it's the countenance. So if you will now have the same spirit, Don't you think that you have the same presence of the Holy Spirit? Don't you think that there will be miracles? Don't you think that there will be power? And that if if two shall agree on this, one accord, whether to do evil or to do good, it shall come to pass. Haven't we read what I'm saying? Let us be united on this. Haven't I mean, we read that in Genesis, that the Tower of Babel, when the people agreed to build that tower, nothing was able to stop them until the Lord said, mm. Who shall abide? Who shall abide? Who shall ascend into thy holy hill? Who shall dwell there? One who walks uprightly. The one who walks uprightly. Ask your neighbor, are you walking uprightly? Are you walking uprightly? And what does it mean to walk uprightly? What does it mean? Walk uprightly is one who is saved. The one who is saved. Who is saved. The one who is honest. The one who is honest. The one who is just. The one who is faithful. Doesn't the scripture says a faithful man who can find a faithful man? Like young ladies, pray that the Lord you give me a faithful man, because a faithful man is the one who walk uprightly. Because scripture says a faithful man who can find. Amen. Amen. The one who is reliable. Reliable. The one who works up with, the one who's just. The one who's just. And he goes on, the one who works righteousness. Who shall ascend? The Lord said, the one who's what? Who works righteousness. What is righteousness? The one, one who devoted to a sinless life. Devoted to a sinless life. The, the devotion. The one, the one who's, who's pious. Amen. The one who's godly. Godly and godly and saintliness. There's, there must be, a, see, when an anointing is upon you, there must be a sense of godliness and saintliness upon your life. It's like when you walk around, there's, there's a certain anointing that it, the presence is felt by the people. Amen. And I remember many years ago, we were in Philadelphia, and the Archbishop, we were having a meeting with Bishop. The Archbishop walked in there. It's like, wow. It wasn't just his physical appearance, but there was a certain presence that came upon the meeting. Yes, I was in Philadelphia. I'm sure many of you saw the pictures when you pray for President Trump and Vice President and all the, the new people who will be ruling us for the next four years. I'm sure that the anointing and the presence of the Holy Spirit, not because of other people who are sitting up, because of the man of God who's heavily anointed. Amen. Amen. And it's a sense of holiness. Holiness. The one who work right, who work righteously, there's a sense of holiness. Psalm forty five verse seven. Okay, I have a very few minutes. Amen. Thou lovest righteousness and hated and hatest wickedness. Therefore, God thy God have anointed thee. With the oil of gladness above all above thy fellows, because you hate wickedness, because you hate wickedness, you love righteousness. He have anointed your head with oil, with oil, and and the oil of gladness above your fellows. Amen. Don't think that you and your friends you all the same. Old. As a story that goes with my uncle, when he first came here, straight to college somewhere, I think the University of Massachusetts or Amherst, and his friends. After he liked to party, so you go and party and of his friends, and what their friends didn't know that they thought that it was the same person, you know, back back in the days when you were in secondary school in Ghana. They'll party and party and party. But after they are finished partying, he went and he opened the book and he studied. Within a year or two years, all his friends have fallen out of school. But him, he graduated and he did well. What I'm saying is that because of that, that with all of gladness above thy fellows, so don't think that we're all the same. There are those who work, who love righteousness and work righteousness. Because of that, scripture tells that your head, that the Lord God hath anointed we thee with oil of gladness. May you be anointed with oil of gladness because you work righteousness. Hey, the next one, I'm even afraid. He that speaketh the truth in his heart, Psalm 51, verse 6. See, God, in the days where Christians speak the truth, they always say something in a way that, to their own interest, to sort of convince you out of their own interest as opposed to what the word of God says. Behold, thou desireth the truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make that shall make me to know wisdom. Anyone who tells the truth, the Lord will make you to know wisdom. Amen. See, the truth, telling the truth hurts. But it says that the one that desires the truth in the inward part, he who speaketh the truth, shall dwell, shall abide in my holy hell. It's time that we start being politically correct and face every issue, not just one. Not just one that is convenient for us. Amen. Amen. That he who's free from backbiting, Biden, see, the Biden one is even dangerous. It talks about gossiping. Hey. How shall I let a gossiper dwell in the house of the Lord? You think the Lord want a gossiper and his holy hill? Ah. See, the scripture says that, that Lord, didn't we do all these miracles in your name Yes, you did all these miracles in his name. But that narrow gate you may not enter. Because of our gossiping. Because of our jealousy. Because of tillbearing, bearing Tail-bearing. The scripture tells us tail-bearing. Oh, that Proverbs chapter 11 verse, verse 13. Because of tail Have you heard? But what you don't know, a Tibbert revealeth secrets. He revealeth secret, but he that is of a faithful, of a faithful, faithful, a faithful spirit concealeth a matter. A temper can destroy friends. Tabere can destroy someone's ministry. Tabara can make someone look so bad. just so that they can look good in the eyes of men. Who's men? A tail bearer can make someone look so bad. But it tells you, the Lord says that, you, the gossiper and the tailbearer, you, you shall not abide in his holy hill. You can go to church from the day you were born to 100 years and, and die and you will not have an entry into his holy hill. Because the Lord doesn't need to bearers and in, in temple uh, around his temple. Around his throne. Around his throne. Amen. There's someone who's, who's false witnessing that you know what you are saying, it is not true. You know what you're saying is not true. But you have purpose in your heart that because of what this sister or this brother did to me, I must by all means destroy them. Then you're going to come and say, Ah, the Lord has revealed to me. Hey! Before men, you are great. But before God, before God, First Samuel 16, says that, Man looks at the outside, but I, the Lord, I look inside. Because, the, because even Prophet Samuel, he was deceived. He was deceived. He thought that Eliab, the mighty general, the calling the, 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 the pals, the, 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 the mad dog was madness. The mad dog, those were the ones who should be chosen to be kin. But the Lord said, no, 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 no. no. I have chosen for me a kin in whom my son shall come through. Amen. He said, Whisperous, hey, have you heard? Hey. Whisperers, always experience something. When you see someone walk around, you just turn around to your friend. Hey, look. Hey. In the church. Look. Someone's wearing their nine shoes. Hey, how much does this shoe cost? Hey. Hey. Like a certain brother, I was talking, we were talking about cars. And I think we were trying to it's like, oh, I'll give you my cars. It's like, oh, I don't want your debt. And I said, what do you mean my debt? How do you know if my car is paid off or not? By the grace of God, my car is paid off. Amen. It's paid cash by the grace of God. And I said that to him because people like that, I look at them, I feel sorry for them. Because what happens is that they don't progress in life. Because everything they see you have, oh, it's debt. It's loan. It's a note, like they say in Ghana. Amen. Amen. Vain talking. Vain talking. Vain talking. Vain talking. And defaming. You are the type that defame people. You shall not have access to my holy hell. Lying. Lion, how we twist the story to favor us. See, I always say that people say there are always two stories to the two sides to the story. I said no. I believe that there are three stories to the st- to the story to every story. My side, her side, and the truth. And the truth. People say there are always two stories to the side. No, there are three stories to the, to, to the story. Three, because all of us who speak in the way that would put us in the light of the truth. But the real truth is there. Scripture says that if you are that person, the holy hill, where he hears your prayers, see, a lot lot of us, our prayers has been heard as God's permissible will, not his will. His permissible will, our praise that has been heard, is his permissible will. It's not his will. Amen. Who says that it is not his will that we shall be sick. It's not his will deceiving others deception hey you know honestly you guys can laugh all you want but i didn't know that you know i always said the four four one nine but i didn't know that it was linked to philippians four nineteen until the first love people explained to me i was like hey i need to get up i need to get get on the the bandwagon on the the lingo i think it was yao that explained to me (laughs) Because when we all say four one nine, I said, ah, "We can say what is 419? <laughs> my Lord, my God shall supply all my needs, according to. His... <laughs> hey, because the scripture tells that my God shall supply all my needs, according to His riches in glory. You yourself have taken up yourself to deceive people, you see, because scripture said that He shall supply all my needs. She has supply all your needs. So because of that, you have decided, you know what? I'm going to rip people off. Ay! You think the Lord wants a thief in his holy hill? All oh, the gold, the, the, the street of gold. He doesn't want them to be plucked out. He doesn't want them to be brought back to New York City at the Stock Exchange, at Wall Street, to be put under 2,000 feet underground. Amen. And it talks about back Biden. Back Biden. This is a backbiter. You have no place. You have no place. You have no place. And it talks about he. He that does not do evil to his neighbors. Who is your neighbor? If you are married, your nearest neighbor is your wife or your husband. The day that the bell rings, hey, we shall see husbands and wife who will not make it to heaven. May the Lord deliver us all. Yes. will Lord help all of us. Will Lord help all of us. And and does not receive and receive no reproach about his neighbor. He does not receive reproach about his... This this, this is stupendous. This is stupendous. Stupendous. Wow. And he does not accuse accusations. How we can accuse each other? Accused. It's like, I mean... See, 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 when you begin to, when we start to accuse the, the scripture is the accuser of the brethren, brethren. Revelations 12 10 or 10 12 can you, has been cast. See, when you, when you find yourself always accusing people, you should, ah, Revelations 10 12 or 12 10, whichever one it is, I know it's one of them. Amen. Shall I my time is not, not on my side yet. Yes. And I heard of a loud voice saying in heaven, now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Hey. You accuse them, you accuse your own brethren in the church before our God day and night. He's this, he's that, he's this, he's that. Hey, says, so, so you, you have been, you have been, you have been cast down. Continue, continue, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. By the word of a testimony, you shall overcome every accuser in your life. Shall overcome every accuser in your life because they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Be careful, people you accuse. Oh, be careful if you, be careful if you accuse me oh, because you don't know. Don't are the hours that I'm spending in praying. Be careful, amen. You don't know the oil that is upon me. And I don't know the oil that is upon you, so I won't accuse you. I'd rather shut my mouth. Amen. Don't follow people in the simplicity of your mind. Haven't you heard about Miriam? And, and Aaron, she got sick of leprosy. But Aaron, the priest, the, one, the anointed one, the Lord knew what He wanted to use them for. Amen. Does not admit admire evil doers. Hey. Just, please give me a few minutes. Unfortunately, as Christians as we say we are, we admire evil doers. We admire their lifestyles. We admire the last, but rather we accuse the one who served the Lord. But rather we should honor those those who fear God. Amen. And on that note, today is our Father Reverend said his birthday. So all of us, text messages, call him, he will pick up. Send a text. Send a text. It's his birthday today, the 22nd. And I even think we should plant a nice something for him next Sunday. All of us. Yes, we should honor the men of God whom the Lord has given us. Who fears the Lord. Whom the oil is upon his head. Through whom our lives has been established. Through whom our lives has been stable. Through whom our lives is in a way that we are envied by others. You should honor him. Not just with our words, but with our substance. Amen. So all of you, all you little ones, even if it's a dollar, put an envelope. Don't go and buy Dunkin' Donuts across the street. Put up and says, "Reverend, I love you, thank you for your ministry. Because of you, I can sit here and play the drums. I can play the keyboard. All of you, all of you from Gofarri, Anim, Matthew, to Abena, Jelum, all of you, and I want to see your envelopes. Amen. She honor him. She welcome him in splendor. We should welcome him next week, Sunday. We should honor him. Should show him how much we love him. Not just reverend, oh, you know what's happening, what's going on in my life. Oh, Rev, I need you to pray for me. And he will pray, and his prayers shall come to pass in your life. But honor him. But because if you had gone to the prophet, the prophet of the Bronx, and he said, bring $1,000 for this situation. You clean your bank account. You call a sister. You have, you have $725. dollars seven twenty-five. Tell sister, hmm, I need, I need $2, $275. Oh, what is for? Hmm, sister, hmm. Oh, would you meet your account? You, yeah, I'll pay you. You find a way to get that money. But the one who has been a blessing to you, 365 days, 52 weeks in a year, Sunday after Sunday, Tuesday after Tuesday, Friday after Friday. Who d- he deserves an honor. He deserves to be honored. Amen. Amen. Wow. I'm so sorry. My time, forgive me. One last one I think I really want to share. He who keeps his promise. Hey. He who keep his promise. Yeah, can you go to Psalm 15? Because I think this is very, very important. He that changes not. He that go down, I think it's verse 3 or verse 4. He that sweareth his own hurt and changes not. How quickly we change. When the conditions change. When the wife you married now has plummeted. Now before she was she wasn't a big bone, now she is a big bone. And now you yourself. You are coughing. You are coughing. Or oh, the husband that you have who seemed very promising but because of circumstances and situation, things have not panned out to be the way that you expected. So because of that, you yourself, your ways have changed. Even the way you speak to him have changed. So he that changes, he that swerves to his own hurt, See, this one I think is so powerful. He that says that, you know what, I will do this. I will love you all the days of my life. What in sickness, in health. This is the scripture. The vow that all of us who are have, who have married took in sickness and in health, in riches and in poor, in poverty. He that changeth not and swatches one head. May the Lord help us. We to change when the conditions doesn't favor us. Because someone says, oh, what is a mind that cannot, cannot be changed? Yes, a mind can be changed. It's important that you always reassess your decisions. But Scripture says that he that changes not to the core principles. There are core principles in life. Let your yea be yea and your nay be nay. If you say that, sister, I will marry you, marry her. Unless the two agree that no, we we shall depart. Amen. Psalm 125, and we are done. Psalm 125, verse 1. They that trust in the Lord shall mount they that trust in the Lord shall be as the Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abide forever. Abide. May you abide forever in the Holy Hill. May you abide forever in the Holy Hill. May you abide forever in the Holy Hill. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Wow. 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 Amen. Did you bring your tithe?